Because you got to know that when you get sick in your body or when you get attacked, you don't put that on Facebook. You send, you put that to the prayer warriors. You be like, who got some doggoneness about them? But so my favorite testimony is Jordan. I'm not going to tell it because I want to introduce Kev and Erica. Kevin and Erica, they're going to come and they're going to talk. Some of you have heard their story. Let me tell you why I love Kevin and Erica. I love Kevin and Erica because Kev is the example to me of what a man ought to be to his wife when she's in trouble. And I remember, they're going to tell all of their story, but I remember they came to us and they had a situation and the devil had given them through the doctor an either-or situation. And we said to them, what do you think God said? And they said, God said, do it this way. And here they are, a living testimony of the faithfulness of God. So they're going to come and teach in their own way about healing. But let me tell you something. You ought to have your phone out. You ought to take some notes because you don't know when you're going to need this. You don't know when you're going to be able to stay. I'm telling you guys, it is almost impossible for somebody to recover once fear grabs, grabs them. And not because God can't heal, but the Bible says that even when Jesus went to his own town, he couldn't do many miracles because the people didn't believe. And so you got to understand that if you build your faith up now, if you know what, it's what you say in everything else in life. If you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. And so let's welcome Kev and Erica this morning. Good morning, y'all. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> well, Pastor Sean, she already um, set the tone. Let's just jump into it. Um, repeat after me. Just say, I'm on assignment. I'm on assignment. I, have a I have a purpose. I have a plan for my life. I have a plan for my life. Sickness can't take me out. Sickness can't take me out. Cancer can't take me out. Cancer can't take me out. Diabetes can't take me out. Diabetes can't take me out. High blood pressure can't take me out. I'm the healed. I'm not the sick. I fulfill my days. Amen. Let's pray. Amen. Amen. Lord, we thank you for this day, Lord. We thank you for the word that you put in our hearts, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for our pastors. We thank you for this ministry. We thank you for the partners, Lord, that make this ministry go, Lord. And we just thank you for the word that you put into our hearts, Father God. We thank you, Lord, that um, it goes on good ground. We thank you, Lord, that people have ears to hear, Father God, and that lives are changed. In the name of Jesus, amen. 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 All right. So we're going to get started, but before we do, um, we're going to pass around these note cards, okay? And so um, on these index cards, while we're talking and everything. You get an usher to help us? Yeah. <laughs> what you'll do is we want you to think about over your life something that you know only God healed me of this, all right? We want your testimonies. Testimonies are so important. You just Amen. heard testimonies that Pastor Sean gave you about fellow partners. 
but I want you to write down your testimony. What can you look back over your life and say, that wasn't nothing but God that healed me. That wasn't nothing but God that took care of me. Okay, I want you to write that down. We're going to take them up towards the end of, um, you know, once we finish, get to the end of our uh, presentation. But hold on to those. Everyone should be able to get a card. I think we got enough. If not, split it in half, share it with your neighbor. We need some more. (laughs) All right, so we're going to start, and we're just going to jump right in, and we're just going to talk about what is healing. What is it necessarily? What does God say healing is? What is healing? Start with that. So I'm before you as a, as a witness that God heals, and God will take care of you, and God's word, stand on his word, all right? Um, back in 2010, when I was 25 years old, Long before I met Kevin, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. And so, you know, the doctors are like, whoa. Other people are like, whoa. I'm like, whoa, you know? <laughs> um, because you, you, you rarely hear for a young woman to be diagnosed with breast cancer. It does happen, unfortunately, but, you know, for, for my life, just everything that I was doing, I was living in Little Rock, working a full-time job, had uh, started my career, went back to school. I was actually in graduate school, about to start my final semester of graduate school, the final push. And so you get that little tidbit of news, it's just like, for real? <laughs> so, you know, um, n- I'm so thankful that at the time, too, I also had um, a surgeon, a doctor, who was a believer. And she looked at me, I looked at her, we like, hey, we gonna be all right, God got this. You know, that's so important. I'm so thankful. At that moment, I was like, God is looking after me because he's, he's connected me with a believer here in this research hospital who's going to stand and believe with me that we're going to get through this. And so um, I went through treatment. I went through um, surgery, additional radiation, all the shebang that you go through um, when you were diagnosed with cancer. I decided to do everything that I needed to do on my end and um, take the advice of the doctors to get this knocked out and move on with my life. So that's the, that's the cliff, note, cliff note version excuse me, of um, what happened before I even met Kevin. So we'll just keep going on. All right, so healing, the absence of sickness, disease, pain from your physical body. Uh, it is a promise to, to, to children of God. It is a promise to believers um, that you will be healed, that you are healed. Okay, so we're talking about healing. So let's clear up some misconceptions about what healing isn't, okay? So let's say that somebody has hypertension, high blood pressure, right? And they have a stroke, okay? And then they have a, uh, complications from that stroke, okay? Then they have another stroke. Stroke takes them out. Are they healed? Come on. Okay. So why do we say when somebody dies that at least they're no longer in pain? Okay. At least they're healed. Right. That's not healing. That's called dying. Yeah. Yeah. That's not healing. That's called dying. Yes. Okay. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. But what's healing? The absence of sickness, disease, or pain from your physical body. Okay? 
That includes mental, mental health. No depression. No cancer. No diabetes. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So uh, definitely healed here in earth, not we got to die to get our healing, you know. And those are things that we need to, to watch with our words. When we say, oh, she's not in pain no more. She in heaven. She ain't got to, she healed now. She ain't got to go through that no more, okay. You ain't got to go through it here on earth, okay. So we want you to, yeah, we want you to believe that. We receive that, all right. So why is healing important? So, um. Healing is important because you need your healing. You need to be healed. You need to be whole to do what God has called you to do, to fulfill your purpose here in this earth, okay? So we need you whole. We need you ready uh, to go out there and do the work that the Lord has called you to do. And we know what the devil wants to do. What does he want to do? Yeah, that's his goal. His goal is to take you out, okay? And he knows that if he can take you out, he ain't got to worry about you doing what God told you to do, okay? So you, you got to remember that. That, that sickness, that ailment, that ain't from God, okay? That is not his will for your life, all right? Amen. So we're talking about recently um, expansion, expanding the kingdom, okay? Um, the seven spirits of influence, right? Okay? So if you have an assignment, let's say God gives you a, a business idea, and he says, I want you to dominate in this territory, okay, for 30 years. You're five, you're taken out. Did you fulfill your assignment? No, no. Okay, so healing is important because you need to fulfill your assignment. You can't fulfill your assignment if you're dead, okay? You can't fulfill your assignment efficiently if you're sick, right? The second reason why um, healing is important, if we could just go to the next slide. Okay, so go into all the world. Okay, is education in the world? Is government in the world? Technology, entertainment, celebration, okay? Go into all the world and preach the good news to everyone, okay? Let's just go ahead and skip down, all right? So these miraculous signs will accompany those who believe. They will cast out demons in my name. They will speak in new languages. They will be able to handle snakes with safety. And if they drink anything poisonous, it won't hurt them. They will be able to place their hands on the sick, and they will recover. They will be healed. Okay, that's why healing is important. When you're out there and when you're on assignment, when you're conquering territory, you need to have signs that follow you. Amen. Yeah. As believers, we we have that power. Let me tell you, uh, I'm thankful for my husband because he is so right. I remember uh, back in 2013, we had just got married, three months in, just got married. And I felt so ill. I didn't know what was going on. One day I was hot fever here. Some days I didn't have a fever. Have fever, couldn't get out the bed. Next day I'm up, running, you know, back to normal. It was crazy. And so one night I was in the bed, I just felt so bad, just horrible. And Kevin, the whole night, he was up. What was he doing? He was praying for me. He was confessing the word. He was laying his hands on me, okay? And so that's, that's what we are to do as believers. We got to get that, get that out of, of, of our body, okay? Of get, get it out of fellow believers. We stand, we believe, we have the power to go about doing these things that God has called us to do. Amen. And um, if, you, if you're out here and you're fulfilling assignment, right? So, you, so you're making money, you're walking in excellence, but you don't have any power, okay? We're not, we're not just out here to walk in excellence and fulfill our assignment and, and get money and stun on Instagram, <laughs> right? 
right? As believers, we're on assignment. So these are the signs to follow those who believe, okay? We got to have power. If we don't have power, what's the difference between this being church and Super Soul Sunday? Can you to fix my life? Absolutely, yes. It should, it should follow believers, okay? We, we should look different from just random Joe Blow, okay? That people need to be looking at us like, what's, what's up with her? Because we're connected to something bigger. We're connected to something greater. So every time they see us, they should see the power of God within us, all right? So healing is important because we need to walk in healing to fulfill our assignment, to fulfill it efficiently, and to walk in power. Amen? Amen. Okay, so everyone... Everyone qualifies for healing. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so how do you qualify for healing? Okay. Do you work for it? Okay. John 3.16, what does that say? Okay. Gives the most of charity. Feeds the most orphans. Saves the most puppies. <laughs> or, or is it believe? Yeah, okay. that, that's the word, believe. You qualify believe. because you believe. You're a believer. All right? You qualify because you believe. So we received healing when you first believed. Right? We're saved because we believe. So you receive that healing because you believe. Okay? Um, with, with, with that, we believe. And then oftentimes we say, well, we believe, but this is still going on. Sometimes you have to take that power within you all the time. Not sometimes. You take that power within you and you command your body to line up with the word. You know what the word says. We're going to show you some, uh, some more of what the word says. But you believe you receive that healing. Okay? God gave you that healing. And so you're going you're gonna to command when it doesn't look like what you think it should look like. If it's not, I know I'm healed. What's going on? You speak to it. You say, I command my body to be healed. I command my body to line up with the word. Amen. So we qualify by believing. Okay? Not by working. Okay? Um, let's go to Hebrews. Hebrews 11. So let's talk about why we cannot work for healing. Well, all we have to do is believe. Okay, write this down. Say, write it down and let's repeat it. Grace makes. Grace makes. Faith, takes. Faith takes. Okay, so Hebrews 11. So. Let's go to the New King James Version. All right. So faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Okay? So what are you hoping for? Okay? What's the substance of that? Faith. 
That's the action, right? So the evidence of things not seen, okay? So the thing not seen. So let's say you're believing for, um, for weight loss, okay? So you're believing for that new summer body, right? Okay, so in, in reality, okay, right now, <laughs> got a little keg going, right? But your, but your new body, that's the thing that's not seen, okay? So what's the evidence of that when you go to the gym, okay? So, so if you got, so let's say, let's say you got a, a, a gym membership, and that gym membership, okay, it allows you to, Go use their equipment, use their meal plans, use their personal trainers. That's grace. That's already provided for. All you have to do with faith, 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 the evidence when you go work out. Yeah, that's his analogy for everything, working out, okay? You <laughs> can stand up here for another hour talking about working out, okay? That's the evidence. Faith takes what grace is already provided for. Okay? So you don't have to fast for 30 days unless you get a word from God. Okay? You don't have to pray all night. All you have to do is believe. believe. Because Jesus already provided the healing. Yes. Okay? That's the grace. We just take it by faith. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so what we got next? All right. So practical applications. Yes. Okay. So... Practical applications for healing. You need to know what to pray and believe for and stand against. Okay? You need to know what to pray, how to pray. Like Pastor Sean said, you don't want to call everybody (laughs) and have them pray for you. And you definitely need to know what you need to say, what needs to come out of your mouth when you pray and what you're standing against. Okay? Okay, so some some diseases are, are preventative. Okay? Some are genetic. Some are just rare. You just don't even know where it came from, right? But if you have a preventative disease, okay, so high blood pressure, cholesterol, diabetes, type 2 diabetes at that, okay, knowledge, knowing what to pray for, that's a practical application. It's kind of like when Cedric was teaching, and the first thing he said to do is pull your credit report. Okay, you got to know where you stand. How do you know what to pray for if you don't know where you stand? Knowledge is a practical application. My people perish for lack of knowledge. Yes. All right? Nothing wrong with reading. Nothing wrong for looking. All right? <laughs> yes. So what we have next? Exactly what you just said. My people are being destroyed because they don't know me. Okay? They don't know what it is that God has said for them. Um, another practical application, I don't think this one is on the screen, but spending time with God. Yes, in his word. Okay. If you receive a bad report from the doctor, okay, it's good to get that knowledge. It's good to know, okay, what to stand against. Yeah. But you don't want to go down that WebMD hole, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to go down that hole where, where your elbow hurt and you look it up and you got cancer because your elbow hurt. <laughs> Absolutely. Nothing, nothing, right. wrong, nothing wrong with knowing the stats. 
you know, nothing wrong with knowing the numbers, you know, as far as like, you know, oh, this is odd that, you, that people could get this or, you know, well, this is what this says about this. Nothing wrong with being knowledgeable, knowledgeable about various, you know, ailments, okay? Um, just so, like, like we said, so you know what to pray against, okay? But in the end... Right. So <laughs> spending time with God after you get that knowledge. So after you know what to pray for, spending time with God is just simply communing with him, conversing with him, and finding out what God says about your situation. Amen. Okay? Absolutely. Absolutely. Not what some web forum says. Not what the Facebook comments say. Okay? But what God says about your situation. So how do you do that? Just worship, spending time with God, reading the word. What does the word say? Mm-hmm. Okay? All right. Another practical application. Watch your words. All right? So, so far we have for practical applications is knowledge, know where you stand, spending time with God, okay, and, and watching your words. Watching your words. I was um, reading something, and uh, it, it, I don't know if it was Charles Caps, I don't know who it was, but it was just saying how there was a, a lady who they couldn't figure out she was running a fever, and she would always be hot, and she couldn't, they couldn't figure out the diagnosis. They didn't know what was, what was going, on, going on. But her, her, one of her favorite sayings was, ooh, that just burns me up. Ooh, that just burns me up. You know, things that we're saying, and we don't even know that it's having an effect on our body. And that's what it was. It was her words. And come to find out, it was her words. There was a, a, an article I was reading just like by a neurosurgeon. I don't even know if he happens to be a believer, but one of, one of the things that he says that he does with his, um, his patients is um, to actually, um, I think it was called, talk to your body to rid it of eels. So see, he's telling his patients, well, we know in the word, you talk to your body to get them eels out of you. So he was telling his patients, and in his article, he was saying, it doesn't matter if you don't know where your pancreas is located, it doesn't matter if you don't know what 120 over 80, um, you know, means, you know. Uh, he just said that if his patients could say that and say that continuously, that it made a difference in their, in their lives, okay? So we're telling you, you say what the word says about you and your health, okay? And that will make the difference. Watch your words, what's coming out of your mouth. Here's a practical application to that, okay? So Jesus took all your sickness, your infirmity, right? He took your sin, right? He took it, right? So why do you say my cancer? My high my blood diabetes. pressure. My diabetes. My arthritis right? getting to me. I, I don't want it. Yeah, I don't want it either. <laughs> I don't want it. No, you, you, you keep that over there. No, exactly. I don't want no high cholesterol, no high blood pressure, no diabetes, no cancer. No, that's not mine. Jesus already took it. Took that right? on the cross. So I'm working. Well, not working. I'm working. I'm laboring. Into his rest. Rest. Right? Keyword rest. All right. To receive what he's already provided for. Yes. So practical application. Watch your words. Don't refer to something as yours that Jesus already took. All right. Amen. We shall have whatever we say. All right. So just remember that. All right. Next practical application that we have. Diet. Yeah. <laughs> Di- yeah. <laughs> yeah. So some some things, you know, we just just can know that maybe certain things that we are eating is causing harm to our our body. Okay. 
Pray about that. Ask God for wisdom on what, what you should eat, what you should not eat, what you just need to leave alone, leave alone, and he'll tell you, no, you don't need to eat that. It might not have any effect on anybody else, but you, yeah, you can't eat that. All right. All right. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and there's some things, um, like we talked about preventative diseases, high blood pressure, cholesterol, diabetes, okay? There's just certain things you just shouldn't eat if you have high blood pressure. You're eating chips, candy, and cookies, stuff that has high sodium in it, okay? That, that contributes to high blood pressure. Yeah. So you don't have to get deep in the word to know, okay, I just need to cut that out of my diet. Okay. And, and, and ask God to give you that self-control. If you know food is your thing, like Kevin is, is real good about, he's he going he to eat clean. You ain't got to like remind him like, hey, you ain't supposed to have that. Kevin's favorite food is cheese. He loves him some yes, cheese. Yes, love it. Right, right. Anything with cheese on it, he loves it. But he had an issue to come up with high blood, blood pressure and high cholesterol. It was cholesterol. Yeah, high cholesterol. And we were looking at it, cheese. So cheese. God just gave me a word, just cut out cheese. Just it was cut hard. Out cheese. Yeah. Cheese. I mean, who, who doesn't want to go to Shotgun Dance and get a large pizza with all that Absolutely. extra melty cheese Absolutely. on it? You I mean, it. it's hard, but you just got to pray for self control. Pray for that self control. Pray for that self control. If you know that that's an area that you're struggling with, some people they can give it up, it's no problem. But pray for that. Ask God, you know, I struggle with that, or I struggle with this. You know, you telling me to get rid of cheese, Lord? Woo! You're going to have, and you think about the cheese on everything. You're going to have to really, you know, uh, push in and, um, and believe, believe that God is going to take care of you and ask Him for that strength to not, not don't, don't touch that cheese. Don't touch whatever it is that's Amen. causing you to be sick. Cheese is good, living is better. Amen. <laughs> Amen. All right. So the next practical application that we have is medicine. So modern medicine. All right. So just like you pray over your food, you should pray over any medicine that's prescribed to you. Amen. All right. That is. Okay. So you get prescribed a medicine and you've seen the commercials of some of these medicines. They're supposed to cure one thing and then you end up with 50 side effects. Yeah. Right? Fever, chills, back pain. Right. Yeah. Suicidal thoughts. Absolutely. I mean, I don't know how some just, Big you take it and now you want to kill you know? yourself, right? <laughs> Absolutely. But, but, go, go uh, ahead. but you want to pray over your medicine just like you pray over your food. And one way to pray over your medicine is to say, Lord, put your super on top of this natural. Amen. Okay? Absolutely. Let this medicine do its job. And I thank you, Lord, for no harmful side effects. Absolutely. Right? Yes. And then you pray to God whether you should take the medicine or not. Right. And then believe, if you do have to take that medicine, believe God to get off that medicine. Believe God to, I'm not going to take high blood pressure pills for the rest of my life, and I'm just 33. You know? Believe and ask for God to get you off of that stuff. Amen. Because in reality, when you're taking medicine, so back to the high blood pressure example, high blood pressure medicine is simply to manage the disease. Okay? Stop taking your high blood pressure medicine for, for two weeks. See what happens to you. Okay? You're simply managing the disease. But healing is, I don't have to take any medicine. Absolutely. Any medicine. And I have 120 over 80 yeah. blood pressure. Absolutely. Amen? Amen. Amen. And so we're gonna, I'm going to fast forward us to 2013. And I said that um, I 
became really, really um, not well. And I had to go to the hospital and found out that I had pneumonia, but also that there was fluid building up around my lungs. And so it did some, uh, doctor did some scans and came to see that there was cancer in certain, not in the, the breast area anymore, but it had moved to the outside of my lungs, okay? And so treatment begins again. We carry on, we stand in, in, in our faith and in, in believing that I am healed. Whatever the doctor says is one thing, but I am healed. We're gonna walk this healing out, okay? Um, 2014, 2014, <laughs> um, uh, about, you know, summer is ending, we do it all good, and then I find out I'm pregnant. There, and then that's another thing, yep. <laughs> uh, the doctors, you're pregnant. <laughs> How is that possible that you're going for all these treatments? Normally, this stuff suppresses. Let me, let me pause you right there yeah. and you jump right back in. The doctor told her, don't get pregnant. Absolutely. Right? So the type of cancer that she was battling, it feeds off of hormones. It feeds Absolutely. off of estrogen. Yeah. Right? So the doctor specifically said, don't get pregnant. Now, we weren't trying to get pregnant. We were just doing what married people do. <laughs> right? Absolutely. <laughs> And we just find we just find out. Yeah. All right. So yeah. And, and so and so there it is again. The uh, the experiment girl. That's probably what I was known at UNMS. Is because how how did this child get pregnant? And so you know I tell my doctor and my doctor's like okay, uh, you're pregnant. So you're gonna have to make some decisions. Well, what? It's already been made. Exactly. I'm like, what we got to think about? <laughs> if I if I can continue with this if I continue with this pregnancy, then I have to stop treatments. I can't get treatment anymore. Doctor won't treat me. I was like, okay. <laughs> Thanks for letting me know. I'm having my baby. I'm not doing treatments anymore. Okay. And that was the decision that I went with. Okay. I believe you know God told me to have this child. This is, this is our miracle baby. <laughs> and so we're going to move forward, and we're going to um, have a child. All right? So that, want to jump in? You yeah, like let, me, just, let me just jump in. So <laughs> the options that we were presented with, right? Right. Okay? So she's right in the middle of treatment. We find out that she's pregnant. Okay? So she's probably already taking treatment while she's pregnant. So number one, there's a risk to the baby. Right. Absolutely. Okay? All right. On everything that was given to me and seen, like, you don't want to get pregnant on this because if you do, it's going to be harmful for your child. If your child makes it through, if, you know, that was the big, if your child makes it through, this, then your child will have a lot of, you know, issues. Okay? okay? Then the other risk, right, was not taking treatment and then something happening to her because she's not taking treatment. Okay? Because in the normal, in the natural, you know if you don't take treatment for cancer, it spreads and you die. Okay? Yeah. All right? And then the other risk that we had was terminating the pregnancy. If something were to come up. Yeah. Okay? And, and we decided to move forward. So I was um, considered a high-risk pregnancy. Get to meet my, uh, my OB-GYN there. Uh, my, and another believer, he was like, hey, I stand with y'all. All right, we're going to have this baby. And he was like, I want you to enjoy your pregnancy. Girl, you're pregnant. Enjoy it. You know, everything's going to be all right. We're going to take care of you. It's going to be all good. So just looking at God just just plunk 
put people right in my path that he knew that I needed, okay? And so an awesome pregnancy. It was great. I enjoyed it. And uh, my oncologist, she even said, you know, Erica, second trimester, the baby will be okay if you want to start up treatments again. We can do that. I can do some low-dose stuff. We can do treatment. And I was like, no, I'm good. <laughs> God told me I'm good. I'm going cold turkey. No treatments through this whole pregnancy. And it was just so amazing because on April 25th, 2015, we had faith. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> She's somewhere out there running around because <laughs> I think she wants to be up here, so she thinks she wants to be up here. But born, healthy, nothing wrong. Our little miracle, our miracle. And the best thing, the icing on the cake is I go to the doctor probably a month later, follow come on, up come on. with my oncologist, my oncologist. They do those scans. You know, they send you to scans probably a week before you have your appointment. I go in, and she's just like, Cancer hadn't grown. Actually, your cancer has decreased. And I, it ain't my cancer, first off. But she was just like, I just, you know, she was just like, okay, this is, it decreased. That stuff that was going on in me decreased, okay? When in the natural, if somebody would look at it, they probably were like, you crazy. You're going to risk your life. You're going to risk this child's. You, go, you think you're going to have a baby. This baby probably not even going to make it. You know, I know that people probably looked at me at that hospital and thought I had lost my mind. But the fact that after I had my healthy baby girl <laughs> and we're enjoying this world together, and then I go back to the doctor and get a report that this cancer has decreased. You went without treatment for 10 whole months, cold Ten turkey. 10 months. 10 months. And Ten months, no it, cancer treatment. No cancer treatments. Did not grow, decrease. That's, that's the God we serve. Nothing but God. That's nothing but God. That is my God faith story. That, that should have taken me out. My child should not have been here. But God. Okay, God did that. So the last practical application, testimonies. Absolutely. What you just heard. Okay? So right now, all the note cards that we passed around, if you had a chance to write down your testimony. We'll pass those back up this way. We're going to do a practical application. So we're going to read these testimonies. Yeah, thank you, Chris. We'll read we'll just a few. But these will be testimonies that we have of our fellow partners. Testimonies, if you're sitting in here, we know if, if, it had, if God did it for one person, he'll surely do it for me, okay? And the testimony is simply proof in the earth that what God has done for one person, he'll do for you. So our testimony, that should be proof that whatever you're going through, okay, God will heal you of it. Amen. He's already healed you of it. Yes. He's no Absolutely. respecter of persons. Amen. Amen. If we got a few, we can go ahead and read some of those. Yeah, we'll read a couple. We won't read them all. Okay. Uh, 
Okay, somebody has a um, pregnancy testimony and, and, a, and a transition, I guess, into, um, let's say, transition. Oh, okay. Pregnant, okay. okay, go ahead. Remission from a rare kidney disease, second healthy full-term pregnancy. Amen. 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 Pregnant with my third child, first son, it was told um, child would have, may have Down syndrome. Child was born healthy. All right. Amen. Thank you. Back in 2013, I was given an ulcerative colitis diagnosis. Was supposed to take medications four times a day for the rest of my life. Started believing that what God said about my body and my healing over one and a half years later. No medication. Amen. No flare-ups and no Lord pain. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That's awesome. Um, 2015, I was in a car accident. Car flipped several times. I had no seatbelt on. Um, in it, no broken bones, rarely any scratches, and nobody, um, nobody but God did that. Amen. Praise the Lord. My entire college career is my testimony. Five years of nobody but God. Hey, amen. Hey. Amen. This, this one's awesome. Um, starting at 13 years of age doing drugs, was addicted to drugs. Totally gave up. Come on, baby. Come on, come on. Totally gave up drugs after giving their life to Jesus. That's it. That's it. Amen. Okay. We'll read just a couple more. These are amazing. Okay, somebody, um, oh, I was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes um, back in April. As of July, August, diabetes was completely gone. Amen. Thank you, God, for healing. God is good. God is a healer. Healings of the mind, diagnosed with depression and ADD in 2014 and have no sign um, now have no sign of either. Amen. God, God will heal you. He's a healer. So we have all of these beautiful testimonies. Indeed, these are good things. People might be crying. People might be shedding tears because it's the goodness of God. But Amen. this is good. This should stir you up. Yes. Right? This should stir you up because you, you have an assignment. Okay? Nothing should be able to stop you from fulfilling your assignment. No sickness. No infirmity. No pain. No debt. Amen. Yeah. Absolutely. No depression. These are good things. Amen. Amen. So what we want to end on is um, some confessions. So yeah. we have some confessions. All right. So let's start with some healing confessions. And let's say every organ and tissue in my body functions in the perfection that God created it to function. I forbid any malfunction in my body in Jesus' name. Scoot over that way. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Let's go back one slide. Thank you. All right, let's do that one again. Every organ and tissue of my body functions in the perfection that create. 
malfunction. I forbid any malfunction in my body in Jesus' name. You got to move. Scoot over that way. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> we, got, we got a sleepy faith on us. Sorry, y'all. We about to wrap it up. All right, next one. Next confession. Jesus bore my sickness and pain. Therefore, I give no place to sickness or pain. For God sent his word and healed me. Amen. Blood pressure. All right. My blood pressure is 120 over 80. The life of God flows in my blood and cleanses my arteries of all that does not protect. Yay. Amen. Amen. In Jesus' name, my arteries will not shrink or become clogged. Arteries, you are clean, elastic, and function as God created you to function. Amen. I, I command my blood cells to, to destroy, destroy every disease, germ, and virus that tries to inhabit my body. I, I command, command every cell of my body to be normal in Jesus' name. Arthritis, pain, back pain, pain in your joints, all right? I make a demand on my joints to function perfectly. There will be no pain. My joints refuse to allow anything that will hurt or destroy their normal functioning. Amen. All right. I am an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb. And the word of my testimony. Therefore, I am engineered to overcome miscarriage. I will not suffer miscarriage. I have healthy pregnancies and healthy babies. The fruit of my womb are blessed. Amen. Okay. Eyesight, eyesight. Okay. My eyes are not dim. Neither are my natural forces abated. Blessed are my eyes for they see and my ears for they hear. Amen. Amen. Just because just cause you wear glasses doesn't mean that you have to wear glasses forever. Look, yeah. look at that scripture, Deuteronomy 34, 7. Okay. It says Moses lived over 100 years and his eyesight was not dim. Amen. Amen. Don't be a faith punk. Yeah, that's right. We got some eyesight testimonies in FOC, too, so seek those out. All right. And this is our last one, I do believe. Every cell that does not promote life and health in my body is cut off from its life source. My immune system will not allow tumors grow to live in my body in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. And so what we have done, all of those confessions that we just went through, plus some more, we got, we got a little card for you to you know, take with you, put it in your wallet, put it in your car, tape it on your uh, computer screen at your uh, office. You know, keep up with these. Let's say these on a daily basis. All right? You got anything?